the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Well, good morning, everybody. Good morning, good morning. Four minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. And uh, I'm here. We're taking calls about car repair, and you're welcome to join us. 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. And we had Lucille on the first hour. Um, we crashed a couple of times, but it's my fault. It's nobody else's. And Lucille is actually living proof that you don't need male genes to be a a great mechanic because at 66 years old, she was still operating two transmission shops that she was the sole owner on um, in Pittsburgh. And she had a half an hour television show called Lucille's Car Care Center, and it was a weekly show. And so it it was a situation that she really did know transmissions. And to talk with her about old transmission was something kind of special. So that makes a, a big difference. And I'm I'm terribly impressed because she just was able to cite chapter and verse about some of the old transmissions, and specifically the Jetaway. And today I'm only aware of two guys that can work on those old transmissions, as one of them is retired. Mike Young... Um, was one of the best transmission guys uh, I know. And actually, his son uh, is a very good transmission rebuilder as well. And if Mike Jr. has the skills of Mike Sr., then uh, Mike Jr. is a, a great uh, technician for the older model, Getaways, the two-speed Dodges, the uh, Power Glide transmissions as we go through the Chevy and the Ford and the Chrysler line from years ago. Then you've got, they're retired. There's a guy named Alger Stowers up at ANS Transmission. He's not on our list because he predominantly does wholesale work. But Alger worked for me in the 70s, and he's now one of the finest diagnosticians that I've ever seen as far as transmissions are concerned. You'll probably have to go through your regular shop to get to Alger, but I remember I sent him a car that I needed help on. And he found a small piece of metal in the valve body that was causing the car to go in and out of um, of lockup. And he was able to find that and fix it. And um, most everybody else wanted to rebuild the transmission again. But in fact, that still wouldn't have taken care of this because the piece of metal was in the valve body. So that has a lot to do with the entire operation. It has to do with understanding how things work. And you typically get those basics when you're working on cars and working on transmissions. 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. And speaking of automatic transmissions, I want to tell you about Automatic Transmission Exchange. They've been rebuilding transmissions in the Phoenix area since 1968. Phil and his staff are really good diagnostician experts. 
They've been doing repairs for a very long time, and they have the ability to test your transmission before they put it in the car. That's a good thing. The reason why that's a good thing is because if there's a leak or if it's not working right, they can fix it right then and there as opposed to putting it in your car, test driving it, find out there's a problem, and then having to take it back out, which is going to add a day or two to the overall time your car's out of service. So Phil's a good guy. He's on 40th Street in Washington, and he's open on Saturdays from 8 to 12 for your convenience. So 602-508-0960, and we're going to go to the phones, and good morning. Who have we got today? We got Bill. Bill is next. Good morning, Bill. How can we help you? Yeah, good morning, Mark. I really enjoyed listening to your show. Thank you. I um, I have a 2011 Ram 2500 Cummings diesel, and uh, at 45,000 miles or so, I had the tranny fluid changed. I was under the impression they were changing the uh, filter also, but uh, maybe not. So now at 110,000, I was or 100,000, I was going to have the filter and fluid changed, and they told me I had to replace the transmission pan. And I because the one that's on the vehicle apparently is a plastic one, and when they remove it, it gets uh, distorted. Or I I'm not 100 percent sure. So I've never heard of that, and I just wanted to check with you if that is something that that's the norm nowadays with the uh, ram uh, tranny i'm not familiar with that either um i've never run across that and i could be wrong i could be completely wrong but um what i want you to do is is uh, i want you to call a and s transmission i think it's up near deer valley and the i-17 do that monday through friday and ask for algae and uh, ask him if he's heard about this. Adolph's transmission in Glendale is another good transmission shop, and I could, you should call them. But as far as the discussion is concerned, the shop calls you and says, um, we're going to have to buy another pan because this one's no good. So you ask questions like, you know, why is it no good? What happened to it? And then maybe the answer is, is it's plastic. They become distorted with heat, and then they leak when we're done, and we put them back on, and you have leaks for the rest of your life. So if you'll just let us fix this now. Then you say, you know what, I need to just sit on this for about five minutes, so let me call you back. And at that point, then you you end up uh, basically calling a couple of other transmission shops, and you can kind of play the industry against one another because you could say something like this. I have my car at an independent repair shop, and let's pretend you're talking to the dealer service department. And you and it can go to the reverse, too. So if it's at the dealer, you can call the independent repair shop, and they're telling me my pan is plastic on my 2011 Cummins diesel and that I have to replace it. What do you think about that? You can also just query Cummins transmission diesel pan and see if anybody else has that. You can also call the Dodge Parts Division and ask them, do you sell a lot of these pans? And if the answer is, is yeah, we're replacing those plastic ones with metal ones because the plastic ones become distorted, then you've kind of backed up what you've been told. Last but not least, you would always ask for the old pan back. I want to see the old pan. I want to have the old pan. So if you'd wash it up for me and clean it and set it on the right front floorboard, I think I'd like to have that done. And then when you do that, if there's any 
kind of idea that we're going to take advantage of you, um, you might get a call back that says, you know what, yours isn't nearly as warped as we thought it was. We're going to use it again. Or they're going to proudly put it in your truck because they know it's warped and they know the minute you set it on your flat kitchen table, it'll rock from left to right, and they know that. And so uh, one way or another, they're going to lose or win based on you asking for your old parts back. Okay, great. Well, really appreciate your input, and thank you very much. You're welcome, Bill. You're welcome. 602-508-0960. Somebody else is at the door. Gil, who we got? It's a person with a great first name. It's Mark. Oh, my goodness. His mother must have loved him. Mark, good morning to you. How can I help you? Uh, Good morning. Thank you for taking my call. I have a transmission question. Um, I bought a 2001 Ford Ranger last year, and I really like the truck. And it has an on-off switch for overdrive. And I was, would you educate me a little bit on what is overdrive, how does it work, and when should it be turned on and off? Okay, that's a great question. Um, and I'll tell you what, uh, 90% of the people don't know the answer. Overdrive is kind of like sixth gear. So you have one, two, three, four, five, and then we lock the converter and then overdrive. So it's, it's a real high gear. So if you pedal your 10-speed bicycle, when you're pedaling at one, then you're pedaling real slow and it has lots of power. When you get to 10, um, or you're pedaling fast and you have a lot of power. And when you get to 10, you're, you're much slower, but you're already moving down the road. So you would put, you leave the overdrive on all the time until the transmission starts hunting. When it starts hunting, it's having a tough time deciding which gear it wants to be in. For instance, you're heading to Flagstaff. Let's say that you've got Um, the wife and all of her beer in the back of your truck, okay? And as you start to climb those hills, um, you go from overdrive to lockup, and then from lockup, you go to fourth gear or third gear. And so now all of a sudden, the motor's going up and down. So it goes from third gear back up to lockup, and then from lockup, it goes down, it goes up to, to, uh, uh, the, the bottom line is, is my wife says I'm confusing her, so I know I'm confusing everybody else. Um, when you go from lockup to overdrive and back and forth, the transmission's hunting, and when it hunts, it creates heat. And so what you want to do is just pull it manually down into the gear it wants to and then hold it there. And sometimes you can do that just with your lockup button, if you have that, or with your overdrive button. So it's just a matter of taking that gear away from you because you don't want to generate heat while the transmission tries to figure out what it's doing. As you can imagine, as you go up a hill, you're going to give it a lot of fuel. You're going to give it a lot of throttle. Well, we're going to downshift you one gear. But you're going to get to a point where you've reached your speed, and when you back off the throttle just a little bit to maintain speed, then it's going to upshift. Then another half a mile, you're going to need a little bit more power. You're going to give it more gas, and then it's going to downshift. So as it up and downshifts, it creates heat. Does that make sense? Yeah, it, it does. Um, just one additional question then, like when I'm driving to Flagstaff or going up or down uh, mountains, I'll, you know, I'll downshift if I need to, you know, slow down without brakes or whatever. If if I manually shift the transmission, should I turn the overdrive off? Well, I think what you do is you start by turning the overdrive off, and if mm-hmm. the hunting stops, then you're home free. Okay. Then if if it's still hunting, then I want you to pull it into the next gear. Now, do you have one, two, three, four overdrive? Is that what you've got on your Prindle? No, it, it, it just has drive one, two, 
and then it just has oh. a switch to turn overdrive on and off. Okay. Okay. So basically, you have one, two, three, and overdrive. Yeah. So in your case, when you take overdrive away, you're going to go to third gear, which is on your Prindles called drive. Mm-hmm. And then you might even drop from drive to second gear. And if you're happy in pulling it down to second gear and making the grade, then you can do that as well. You go, you push the overdrive off. That's going to put you in the drive position. Now, you may have a locked up converter and you may feel something else there as well. I don't know because I'm not familiar with that particular transmission. Mm-hmm. But another way you can find out if you have overdrive is this. As you're driving 50 miles an hour, I want you to maintain throttle control on your right side. And I want you to take your brake and just gently apply your brake. Not enough to slow the vehicle, but enough to shine the brake light. If you feel a downshift and then you let go of the brake and you feel an upshift, then you have a locking torque converter as well. And that's how you cancel the locking token torque converter is just with slight brake pressure because it says, oh, I have to unlock because he's getting ready to stop. So I don't know if you have a lockup, but that's the test you take. You, te- you do. But clearly you have an overdrive because you have an overdrive button. Okay, thank you Thank you very much. It's 16 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. We're going to come back, but our lines are wide open. Gil's the one that's handling the lines, and that number is 602-508-0960. We'll be right back. I, Donald John Trump, do solemnly swear. A new era has started in America, and with it, a new attitude, outlook, and feeling of purpose. It's going to be only America first. Can President Trump deliver on his promises from the campaign? And will the Democrats come around and get on board or just be a roadblock? One thing's for sure, it will be interesting. And you can follow it all right here. Intelligent Talk 960. The Patriot. Ready for a next-generation education? Earn your degree online at Grand Canyon University. GCU offers the most experienced leadership in delivering degree programs online. Choose from more than 100 bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees across eight colleges in high-demand employment areas. Join our innovative digital classroom, connect with full-time faculty, and enjoy complete access to our vibrant Phoenix campus community. Grand Canyon University. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu slash online. Take a look under your bed. Find stuff under there? What about jobs? No? Now try your basement. There's a pair of overalls that overall you're not so into anymore. A perfectly good laptop that hasn't sat in your lap in months. And even more stuff, but still no jobs? Well, you really have both. See, stuff is defined as household articles considered as a group. Sometimes this stuff is no longer needed. Wait, no longer needed? That can't be right. Because remember those jobs you were looking for? Those are really needed, and they're the stuff inside your stuff. Even inside that winter coat that moved with you to Phoenix. Our job is to unlock those jobs, and it starts when you donate your stuff to your local Goodwill. Here's how we do it. When you donate to Goodwill, we sell your stuff to provide job training for people right here in your community. So just by teaming up with Goodwill, you help create jobs. And isn't that worth parting with the leftover guitar from your 80s cover band? Goodwill. Donate stuff, create jobs. Find your nearest donation center at Goodwill.org. A message from Goodwill and the Ad Council. When I grow up, I want to be a new pair of blue jeans. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. When I grow up, I want to be a glass countertop in a new home. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's best birthday present. When I grow up, I want to be a football stadium. When I grow up, I want to be a warm place on a cold day. When I grow up, I want to be a fancy backsplash. I, I want to be a bike that races around the when country. When I grow up, 
I want to be a bench on a forest I trail. I want to be a rocking chair on when a I sunny up, porch. I want to be a skyscraper. I want to be a... 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 When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be. Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. A public service advertisement brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council. A promise was made. A promise that hit the beaches of Normandy. A covenant that split the skies over Berlin. A vow that captured Iwo Jima. A promise was made. A solemn oath that liberated Seoul. A sacred trust that defended Khaesan. A pact that dug in in Da Nang. A contract that weathered Tet. A promise was made. A pledge that stormed the desert in Iraq. A bond that patrolled door-to-door in Fallujah. An IOU that braved IEDs in Kandahar. A promise was made to America's veterans. A promise we all must keep. DAV fights for all veterans and their families so they get the health care, financial benefits, and support they earned. If you're a veteran who needs help or you'd like to help us keep the promise, visit DAV.org. Well, welcome back, everybody. 21 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem, and every Saturday from 10 to 12, we're here talking about cars. You're always welcome to join us. 602-508-0960. This portion of Under the Hood is brought to you by Air Park Auto Service. Nadine and Stacy opened Air Park Auto Service in North Scottsdale in 1985. They're on Raintree, just east of Hayden, and Raintree is just south of Bell. They're still family-owned and operated. They've been on my best car repair shop list for years and years. Stacy passed away, and Nadine runs the shop. And Nadine is smart, and she's tough, and uh, she's very protective of her female customers with respect to making sure they understand that her technicians are not going to take advantage of them. They have the latest diagnostic tools, and they service almost everything, make and model from small trucks to big trucks as well. So if you live in the North Scottsdale area, I know you'll be happy with the service you receive at Air Park Auto Service if you give them a try. Let's go to the phones. Darren, you're first. How can I help you today? Yes, sir. I got a question for you about a uh, 2011 Infiniti M7. Okay. And my question is, um, I'll preface it with saying that there's no weird tire wear in the front. And it just seems like we can't keep it, it feels like it's always out of the line. Um, almost like driving an old, you know, 72 Ford pickup with bias ply tires. And when I replaced the tires, I, you know, upgraded to Pirelli's. Um, and it still seems to have the same problem. Sometimes it'll drive just perfect. Other times it'll just seem to grab the road and pull left or right. Okay. Well, let me ask you some questions. Um, mm-hmm. Is there anything loose about the steering ever um, as opposed to being really firm and really tight? No, no. It doesn't okay. feel sloppy at all. Okay. Let me ask you this. is If you're making a sweeping right turn on the freeway, does it fight you with respect to just kind of turning into the, the turn and having the steering wheel cooperate with you? Or does it kind of want to pull you in a straight line and kind of return you to center? Uh, 
Um, it, and it's kind of odd because sometimes it'll feel like it's trying to pull me and then not just return me to center, but then maybe turn me the opposite way. And the one thing that I didn't notice was um, the neighbors had a party and I was backing out of the, the driveway. So I had to have the wheels almost completely turned to the full lock position as I dropped off the curb and there was a loud clunk. Okay. All right. In, and is it possible that that may have bent the tie rod end or um, harmed one of the lower knuckles and, and caused this to be slightly out of alignment? Do we, do we have any idea with respect to actual reading that this thing isn't in line? Well, no, and uh, about two years ago at CNR Tire, I bought a, a two-year alignment, and I've had it there several times during that two-year period, and it never seemed like they got it right, and it just now recently is when I heard that clunk, and my wife told me, she goes, oh, no, it always does that, so okay. I'm assuming well, that noise. We, we did a Ford truck the other day that had a, uh, he was complaining that, you know, the steering was heavy. And what had happened was that somebody had tightened up the steering box too tight. The alignment was perfect. We backed the steering box adjustment off one and three quarters turn. Then we took back a quarter turn, so it's now at one and a half. And I drove it myself. And one of the things that this thing exhibited was is during a sweeping right turn, it kept returning to center. Let me ask you this. Has anybody done any steering wheel work, airbag work, or anything to the steering wheel or to the steering column in the last year? Uh, yes. The dealer did work to, um, I want to say the radio controls or something. I know they had to replace the, the steering wheel or parts okay. of the steering wheel. All right. That's called the clock spring. Did you, that's what it sounded like to you, clock spring? Um, yeah, that sounds that's something okay. about a spring. So your steering wheel controls or your radio controls are on your steering wheel and intermittently when you turn the steering wheel, the radio controls lost sight of the radio. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Good, good, good. Has this problem existed since then Can, or do you know? Um, no, actually, I do think it, 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 that's about when it started. Okay. This is what I want you to do. I want you to get the wheels just straight ahead. And I want you to pay particular attention to the steering wheel and maybe even put a piece of masking tape at the 12 o'clock position at the steering wheel. Okay. So just drive it straight down the road and put that on 12 o'clock and then pull into your driveway or pull into a dirt lot or whatever. And I want you just to sit there and put that at 12 o'clock. And then I want you to count the, the revolutions to the left to the lock position, which is where the steering wheel will stop. And then I want you to return it to 12 o'clock and I want you to turn it the other way. I want both of the turns from the 12 o'clock to be as exactly even as humanly possible. Now, if it's a half an inch off one way or another, I don't really care about that. But I don't want the left side turn to go three quarters of a turn and the right side turn to be um, a half a turn or, uh, a, you know, uh, slightly over a quarter turn. And here's why I'm asking you this. It's not uncommon. When we have to do steering wheel work, we have to lock the steering wheel down. And it's not uncommon, my techs included, that have made the mistake of not locking the steering wheel down. So what we end up doing is, is we take the steering rack assembly off center. You have a rack and pinion. That rack and pinion needs to run straight down the road, and it needs to be in a neutral position. 
if the steering wheel inadvertently gets a little bit to the right or a little bit left, now all of a sudden we've got a drift and a pull, and it's really hard to separate the two. So do your how many turns left, how many turns right, and if it's off, then that would be the first thing I, I would change. Just recently, we had a guy do his own rack and pinion, and he brought it in because of symptoms similar to what you're describing. And we found this steering wheel off a quarter turn. So we just simply took one end of the rack off. We got the steering wheel straight. We got the rack straight. We made it and back up together, and he was on his way. And, and we didn't do any alignment because we didn't need to. So in that particular case, that's what you need to have happen is you need to check that. And if it's not even, then you need to go back who had the steering wheel off of it last time. Okay, perfect. I understand. Okay, good luck to you, Rex. Thank you. Thank All right, Darren, thank you very much. Hey, Rex, I have time for your question, but I'm going to have to do a break, and then we'll come back with the answer. So tell me what you got on your mind. Well, actually, Rex has dropped, so the lines are open, okay. Mark. Okay, lot lines are wide open, and Rex, if you have a question and you want to call back, then I'll take you first, and I'm sorry it took so long on that call. Anyway, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. My website is MarkSalem.com, and it's easy, MarkSalem.com, and my email address is Mark at SalemBoysAuto.com, Mark at SalemBoysAuto.com. On our website, we have lots of interesting information. We also have our list of the best car repair shops in town. We have mechanical shops. We have diesel shops. We have transmission shops. We have paint and body shops. And what else? And tire shops as well. Yeah. So my wife's here helping me. So those are the kinds of shops we have. And we promise you that they'll treat you fairly. And if they don't, then you file a nice complaint with the Better Business Bureau. And if the Better Business Bureau says to the shop, you need to fix this or make a refund and the shop doesn't, I promise that I will up to $5,000. Here's the good news. Never happened since 1988. So you're dealing with the very best shops I can find called the Best Car Repair Shops of Phoenix. Again, that's at MarkSalem.com. We'll be back talking about cars right after this. Did you know Raintree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons, Tom and Paul, operate Raintree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Raintree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating, and they're also recommended by GarageFly. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates, and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserate paint, and it's waterborne paint, so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. If you're over 50 and concerned about any of the following, stay tuned for an exclusive free bottle offer. Are you concerned about your heart health? Are you interested in healthy brain function? What about joint comfort and energy? Well, if you answered yes to any of these questions, we want to send you a free bottle of Krill Omega 50 Plus now with CoQ10. Krill Omega 50 Plus with CoQ10 combines krill oil with fish oil in one tiny pill. And this little pill delivers big health benefits to your 
your heart, your joints, your arteries, and brain. And with CoQ10, you'll enjoy extra energy, too. Best of all, you can get a free bottle of Krill Omega 50 Plus with CoQ10 today. Just pay for shipping. Call right now and request your free bottle. Dial 1-800-679-5745. That's 1-800-679-5745. 1-800-679-5745. Again, call now. 1-800-679-5745. On the next episode of Recipes for Disaster. So we've got our neighbor Paul coming over tonight for a barbecue, which is why I prepared a delicious lemon rosemary steak marinade from my special collection of old family recipes. To make sure the steaks are extra, extra, extra tender, I left them marinating out on the counter overnight, just like Nana used to. Maria may mean well, but without food safety, it never ends well. Always thaw or marinate foods in the refrigerator at 40 degrees Fahrenheit or below. Or you could make your friends and family really sick. Maria's neighbor Paul didn't think twice about the steak he ate until he was presenting his company's financial forecast to the board. That's when a sudden bout of food poisoning made it explicitly clear that profits weren't the only thing on the rise. Watch Recipes for Disaster at foodsafety.gov. You'll learn the right steps as Maria does everything wrong. Brought to you by the USDA, HHS, and the Ad Council. If you listen to this radio station for 24 hours straight, you'd hear about a quarter of a million words, and thousands of those words every day come from listeners like you. No one values your opinion more than we do. And when you support our advertisers, you turn words into actions. We know you're not always going to agree with us, but we wouldn't be here without you. So we thank you for listening and supporting our advertisers. 960 The Patriot, a Salem Media Group station. Patriot app tip number four. Want your voice heard? Email or leave a voice message straight from your Patriot app. Just open it up, click the upper left-hand corner, and select email or talk back. Download the Patriot app at your app store today. Looking for a radio station that cares about real news and not afraid to go beyond the headlines? There's only one station for you, 960 The Patriot and 960ThePatriot.com. Welcome back, everybody. 34 minutes after the hour, 11 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem, and every Saturday we're here. From 10 o'clock to 12, we're talking about cars, and you're always welcome to join us. The lines are wide open right now, and there is five lines, and Gil's handling the phone calls for us, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. Um, let me tell you real quick about a great auto repair shop, another one of mine that I'm very, very proud of, and that's Action Auto Repair, who's located at I-17 in Deer Valley. Action is a full-service, family-owned auto repair shop. He served the Deer Valley area, the North Phoenix area, and everything pretty much north of Deer Valley since 1983. And I've known Tom probably since the 19, late 70s, maybe 79, 80. Whatever your repairs are needs, whatever your repair needs are, I should say, you, you can visit Tom and his staff and ask him if they're the best for your car. They'll tell you. But they're well known for quality workmanship, great customer service, and a fast turnaround time. And more important than anything else, I think, is that their technicians are ASC master certified. That means they're well-versed in the theory and the operation of your car, and they're less likely to guess because they simply have an idea of how it works. Therefore, they can find the problem or the noise. So Tom's at I-17 in Deer Valley, the northwest corner. He's a good guy. If you live in that area, you should try him. 
Again, Action Auto Repair. The first hour we have Lucille on. And Luc- oh, you know what? We're going to take a call. Good morning. Who, uh, who are we talking to? <laughs> it's a double doorbell uh, announcement for Chuck. Okay, Chuck, good morning to you. How can we help you this morning? Hi, good morning. Um, I have a question. My uh, wife has a 2001 Lexus RX 300, and about four- we've had this car now for over a- over 10 years. Great car. Yeah, but every so often, it's happened about four or five times, she will be coming to a stop, and almost at the point when she's fully stopped, the engine will race. And she has said, and I witnessed it once, she said she will push hard on the brake and the car still wants to go forward. So what she does is, when she's getting close to like around a little slower than walking speed, she always keeps her hand on the gear shift to put it in park in case that happens. And when it, when I saw it, the engine was running at about 2,500, 3,000 RPM. And what she did was put it in tar- park and turn the key off. So I didn't have a chance to figure out anything other than just watching what happened. Um, okay. Is there, is there something like an idle control valve or, or some, something that would, uh, uh, you know, I, I'm just thinking that combination of the brakes not doing much and the engine suddenly accelerating. I'm trying to figure out what may cause that. And the dealer doesn't know, doesn't say, doesn't seem to have a solution. Okay. Well, first of all, um, 20, this is something to worry about. If you're telling me that See, when she's coming down to a stop, we're dropping the idle between six and 700 RPM. And the computer's never going to disconnect the transmission from the engine because it knows that we're still in drive. So as soon as she backs off the throttle and the computer sees the speed declining, there's going to come a time under 10 miles an hour that the uh, computer's just going to drop the idle to six or seven RPM, 100 RPM, knowing full well it's in drive a loaded gear and knowing full well if the air conditioning is on and if the air conditioning is on, it's going to go to 800. Okay. She needs to throw that into neutral as she's coming to a stop and answer the question, then does it do it? So when she's at about 15 to 10 miles an hour, she tosses it into neutral. She uses her brake normally. She watches the tack and she sees what happens when it's coming to a stop. How many miles are on this RX? 140-something. Okay. If I were the guy in charge of this car, I would clean the throttle blade. I'd clean the idle air control motor. This sounds like a rebound situation where the idle is falling too low and the computer's then snapping the idle back up. So it's entirely possible. Now, there's some settings on this that you'll never do yourself. Okay. Because we we synchronize the RPM, the throttle position sensor, and the idle air control motor. So we have to synchronize, though. There's just a couple of screws in there. If you start messing with those screws, you're going to make our life hell. Because we're going to have to resynchronize that. But if we clean the throttle blades, and that probably is somewhere between $25 and $50. And you can go on my website, and it explains as best as I'm capable of how to clean the throttle blades. But if if you're going to try that, that's a good step or have somebody do it, like I said, for 25 or $50. But it, more important is, is I need to know if, if neutral is going to fix this problem because perhaps the transmission is staying locked up too long. And if it's locked up, then the idle drops below 600. The computer sees that and tells it, get back to where you belong at 700. And at that point, the idle goes way high and then comes back down. 
So okay. cleaning the throttle blades would be first. The second thing is, is that I want her to pull the gear shifter down one gear and drive it that way for a couple of days. So I want to know if it still does it in high as opposed to one gear below high. Does that make okay. sense? Yeah. Okay. Do them one at a time, though. First, yeah. I want her to do two or three days of stopping and throwing it into neutral and seeing if we get that big, huge idle surge just be, you know, she come, before she comes to a stop. Then we're going to wait, and we're going to start at that point. We're going to then pull it down one gear and drive it that way for a couple of days to see if it exhibits. Now, when she's driving it down one gear, I don't want her to shift it into neutral. I want her to come to a stop with it, the shifter being down one gear. So we're trying two different things here. And I think if you get good answers to that, I think that's going to help the technician figure this out. Okay. All right. Great. Thank you. And All right. If you, Go ahead. Do you have time for one other question, or should I call back another time? No, no. Go right ahead. Okay. My, my next question is, I just got a 2015 Fusion with a 2-liter turbo. Um, I love the car, but I've been reading that they tend to get coke on intake valves or something like that. Do I need to worry about that, or is it just not a big issue? If <laughs> we used to squirt the the uh, fuel at the back of the intake valve, and the back of the intake valve has a film of oil on it, and the back of the intake valve needs to be lubricated as it slides in and out of its valve guide. Did you follow that? Mm-hmm. So yes. at the valve always had a little bit of oil on the stem. So as the gasoline nozzle is positioned behind it, we'd wash that that wasn't even one one-hundredth of a drop of oil. We'd wash that oil into the cylinder with the gasoline. Well, yep. they came out with direct fuel injection. So now we're going to put the injector next to the spark plug. Well, now we're not washing that oil off, and it's building up to where it plugs that intake port, which necessitates taking the head off of it and having it clean. We have a whole new problem that we never had before, and there's nobody that's figured out how to fix it. So you got a big problem with that car, um, and it's going to be, be something. The very best thing that you can do is every once in a while drive it like you stole it and without getting into trouble. But right now, it's a sure bet that somewhere down the road from 20,000 miles to the next 60,000 miles, you're going to have some performance problems directly related to the intake ports being plugged with carbon, which is burnt oil, and they're calling it coking, but it, that's really not the correct terminology. Did that make sense? Yeah. So uh, what is the – I know there's not a solution to prevent it, but what is the fix? The fix is take the head off and chisel out all that carbon because, see, once the intake valve, the back of the intake valve gets plugged with carbon, there's no air allowed into the engine. So you've uh -huh. got to take the head off. I see. Sounds All righty. Well, good good luck to you. Okay. Thank you very much. Thank Six you. Lines are open. You betcha. You betcha. 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. We'll be back right after this. This is attorney William J. Wolf, host of Middle East Radio Forum, heard every Sunday at noon here on 960 The Patriot. This Sunday on Middle East Radio Forum, our guest will be Dr. Carl Goldberg, will discuss why the conflict of the Muslim world with Israel is not territorial. It's a show you do not want to miss. That's Middle East Radio Forum, Sunday at noon on 960 The Patriot.
Make plans now for a once-in-a-lifetime adventure to the Holy Land. The Stand with Israel Tour is happening this fall. Join Dennis Prager and Mike Gallagher on a nine-day trip to Israel that will offer you timely insights into Israel's fascinating past and promising future. In the context of Jerusalem's 50-year anniversary, experience the Western Wall, modern Tel Aviv, the Dead Sea, and much more, all in the comfort and safety of first-class accommodations. For trip details, visit StandWithIsraelTour.com. This is David Davenport of the Hoover Institution for Townhall.com. Some churches took heart when President Trump said he would work to do away with the Johnson Amendment, part of the tax code that prohibits churches from endorsing political candidates. But the really difficult and important issues of religious liberty lie elsewhere, in the courts and federal agencies. And the question is, what happens when civil rights protections based on the Equal Protection Clause of the 14th Amendment clash with religious rights guaranteed by the First Amendment? The U.S. Commission on Civil Rights recently found that exemptions for religious groups infringe on civil rights. Justice Anthony Kennedy, writing for the Supreme Court in the gay marriage decision, said religious groups could teach their traditional values, but he ignored the stronger language of the First Amendment, allowing them to actually practice it. The most important steps President Trump can take to protect religious liberty are to appoint Supreme Court justices such as Neil Gorsuch and leaders of federal agencies who respect the first freedom, religious freedom. I'm David Davenport. Hey, there he is. How's it going? I'm having a stroke. Are you going to shake my hand or what? I'm having a stroke. Wow, you're not even moving your arm. I'm having a stroke. Are you okay? I'm having a stroke. Your face looks weird, too. I'm having a stroke. Are you having a seizure or something? I'm having a stroke. When someone is having a stroke, they may not be able to say it with words, but their body language will tell you loud and clear. I'm having a stroke. You just need to know the sudden signs. Look for FAST, F-A-S-T, F, face drooping, A, arm weakness, or S, speech difficulty, then T, time. Time to call 911 immediately, because the sooner they get to the hospital, the sooner they'll get treatment, and that can make a remarkable difference in their recovery. Know the sudden signs, face, arm, speech, time. Spot a stroke, FAST. Visit strokeassociation.org. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council. This is the sound of salmonella gyrating on your undercooked chicken. And it looks like mom might be taking it out a little early. Don't let salmonella get funky with your chicken. On average, one in six Americans will get a foodborne illness this year. So use a thermometer to cook each type of meat to the right temperature. Keep your family safe at foodsafety.gov. Brought to you by the USDA, HHS, and the Ad Council. Well, thank you for spending your Saturday with me. We've got another 20 minutes of the show left, and we've got some callers. But let me tell you real quick about S&S Tire on the West Side. They have stores in Peoria, Surprise, and Goodyear. S&S has the most comprehensive line of tires and many different brands of tires in the same size and they also have farm equipment, golf equipment, lawn and garden equipment, ATVs, trailers, and commercial truck, truck tires, as well as construction tires. So when you have somebody like that that has that many different skill levels, you have to know that you're dealing with the very best. They have three locations, like I said, Peoria, Surprise, and Goodyear. And here's my suggestion. When you need tires, you should stop by a couple of places. You should ask them about your size and about all the different options they provide. You should ask them about the best, the very best, the middle, and the bottom. 
And then you should ask them, how much do I have to write my check for become before I come here? And then that way we separate the men from the boys. So, again, S&S Tire, good place if you need tires. Let's go to the phones. Harry, you're up first. How can I help you? Yeah, Mark, uh, interesting uh, uh, lady you had on uh, earlier on, uh, you know, transmissions and whatever and service. She was very, very knowledgeable. She was. Yeah. Hey, uh, I, I want to kind of go over a little bit um, uh, on this, what is it, the Moss Magnuson Act? The Moss Magnuson Act, it's M-O-S-S, Moss Magnuson, says that if you dictate that they have to buy only your vacuum bag for our vacuum, you have to provide it for free. Okay. Well, years ago when I I bought a new uh, Chevrolet diesel pickup and I put an aftermarket um, uh, bank's exhaust system with an exhaust brake on it because we were doing a lot of traveling, uh, you know, Midwest and over the Rockies and whatever, so I wanted to uh, make sure I, uh, you know, could keep it under control uh, with a travel trailer behind me. I had an injector go out, uh, uh, I think it was in uh, Omaha, Nebraska. And took it into the dealer, and uh, it had a. I put an emblem on the side that I got with the kit, uh, Banks. And boy, they saw that, and I mean, <laughs> we can't work on that because you've modified the. And luckily, you had mentioned that, and uh, all I had to do was say those two words, and uh, the whole situation changed completely. Yeah, and let me comment on that. Um, there's a little bit of difference here. I'm glad it turned out for you. That's a great thing. But there's a little difference here. The Magnuson Moss Act goes back to, you know, Harley-Davidson oil telling you that you have to use their oil or it voids your warranty. Um, Toyota used to say that you had to use their filters or it voids your warranty. And it still happens today with a variety of cars where you're told that you have to buy their parts or it voids your warranty. None of that is true. Like I said, Magnuson Moss says that if you say that, you have to give them the air filter or the motor mounts or whatever for free. In your particular case, you were clearly still under warranty. Right. And when you modify the vehicle during warranty from its other than normal state, then you change the parameters that that vehicle was diagnosed or d- designed for. So uh, your, your injectors would have run differently with that Banks kit because they would have had a longer on and off time, a longer on time than off. So therefore, they're working harder because they're working longer. And instead of going on and off at a millionth, a millionth of a second, they're going on for three millionths of a second or four. So General Motors Ford, and Ford's the worst one in my opinion, but so many of the, the car dealers, as soon as they see that you've modified the exhaust, the air filter, um, the spark plugs, the wires, the distributor, or you put a bank system on there, they, they, they void your warranty. And the hard part there is, Harry, is you, you go in and let's say you have a cold air kit on your car and the cold air kit simply brings cold air into the engine as opposed to the hot air from underneath the hood. When your transmission fails, they'll say to you, we're going to void your warranty on your transmission because you're a cold air kit. The question is, is how are you going to tie those two together? And the answer is, is you can't. But in order for you to win that battle, you're going to have to hire an attorney. Right. And then that will ultimately win the battle, but it's probably not worth the effort. So that's why I tell people, don't modify your car until you're after warranty. 
get through warranty, and then you know, whatever modifications you might want to do, you can do that. Yeah, they uh, uh, they were pretty adamant about it initially, but when I said that, they changed their mind pretty quick. And I guess GM at that time, or even afterwards, because I had a lot of problems with injectors, ended up replacing them, you know, quite a few of them. And uh, and I listened to your show. I think you had said that uh, you traced it to some sort of a fuse uh, uh, electrical problem that uh, they had in uh, those particular. Well, is that the is that the old five oh six Duramax? I had an old three. Well, okay, same thing. The yeah, under, there's a, a circuit break or circuit board underneath the battery and the fuse panel, and, and intermittently you'd have different injector codes, and you'd right. chase your tail. That's a V8 diesel motor, one, and then V8, and number seven, then it'd be four, and then it'd be two, and then it'd be this. And, and after you replaced all of them, you then you'd just start over with the codes. So that's what was the problem. Now, that could have been where it made them look at it better and then they recognize hey i've got intermittent codes all over this place ah, i know how to fix that so that may have been what focused them but um or maybe they didn't understand the magnuson moss factor just weren't interested in looking it up but one way or another i'm happy for you harry that, that you got that accomplished and if i helped you get that done then you don't even owe me anything all right <laughs> all right thank you harry thank you very much let's go to mark mark you're up next good morning mark love your show good morning I've thank you is it hard on a automatic transmission when you're going downhill to put it in neutral for a long time? No. Will it uh, make it overheat or anything like that? No. When you put it into neutral, then the transmission mechanically disconnects itself from the, the engine, so there's no longer a, a drive or a load on the front of the transmission. The back can spin perfectly fine all by itself. Um, and it's already being bathed in oil because the pump is still running. So when you put it into neutral, the pump that pumps fluid through the transmission is still working. So, so to answer your question bluntly, you can throw it into neutral when you're going downhill. Um, I'm not quite sure why you'd want to do that. Um, I would think that the risk and reward would be a little unbalanced in the event that somebody were to something were to happen in front of you and you decided to accelerate right or left to avoid the hazard. And I want to tell you that I, I don't do that. And I don't think my wife does it unless she's been drinking or something like that. But, um, but the answer to your question bluntly, the answer is no. Okay. The only reason I do it is I'm thinking I'm saving a few, uh, MPGs and I don't do it if, uh, there are cars around, and I put it back in if I want the engine to help me slow down because I don't want to burn up my brakes either. Okay. I got a better idea for you. Um, tape a raw egg, uh, you know, in the shell to your throttle case or to your throttle pedal, and when you drive it, don't break the egg. And then if you want to cheat, hard-boil the egg so you don't have a really big mess. But Or I want you to drive the car uh, as if you have a hot cup of coffee between your legs. And that will give you the by far the bigger benefit than anything else you can do is pretend like you've got a hot cup, a, a full hot cup of coffee between your legs. And that will eliminate all the stupid stops and all the stupid hot rod starts. And that will teach you more than anything else in the world. Thank you very much, Mark. That was a great question. Let's go to Mike. Mike, you're up next. How can I help you? Uh, Mike dropped. Let's go to Darwin. Darwin, good morning. How are you? How are you today? And how can I help you? Good morning, Mark. 
I have an 01 Ford Escape V6 automatic, 94,000 miles. And what I'm going to tell you happens exactly the same, whether it's cold, warm, or hot. I start the engine up. It revs up right away to about 2,500 RPM. I count one, two, you know, three to four seconds, and it comes back down to idle. Is that a problem or not? Has it always done it? Yeah, I got the car with 70-some thousand on it, and it's always done it, yes. Okay. Um, there's there's two things. That could easily be normal because when you turn the key on, the computer wants to take a snapshot of everything. So it's going to look at air temperature. It's going to look at engine temperature. It's going to look at the humidity, and it's going to look at your elevation. It's going to look at all kinds of stuff, and then it has to look at a chart to see where to, to do everything. So it's entirely possible that it's looking at the temperature, especially this time of the year, and it gives you a nice rise in RPM. And then it recognizes that the humidity is down and the temperature is maybe not as high as it thought it was, or maybe the idle went past the temperature or the idle it wanted. So it's going to bring it back down. That would be one. The second one would be is the idle air control motor is supposed to control that. And it should move rather rapidly. And it's entirely possible that the idle air control motor is carboned up, dirty, or perhaps maybe the windings are starting to shorten out so the idle air control motor is not responding fast. Now, the difference here is that that idle air control motor would cause typically an unstable idle at times, especially when coming to a stop. So if it's carboned up or if it's slow or if there's something wrong with the idle air control motor or the passageways, as you come to a stop, if you're going to have a, a couple of bounces or an unstable idle. In your case, if all you've got is a high idle and it drops down within 60 seconds and you have no instability anywhere else, I'm not quite sure I'd do anything except look at, I would say to you, bring your car in, leave it overnight. I want to look at the coolant sensor first thing in the morning. I want to make sure that the ambient temperature matches the coolant sensor. So in the morning, I turn the key on, I have my scanner plugged in and I say, hey, coolant sensor, where you at? And I look at the temperature, you know, in the shop and it's, you know, 82 degrees and I better see 82 degrees on a car that's been sitting in the shop all night long. If I don't, then I'm going to replace the coolant sensor. That's how it works. Alrighty, Darwin, thank you very much. And anybody else, let me tell you my email address again. It's mark at salemboysauto.com, mark at salemboysauto.com. I also want to tell you about the only shop in Mesa that I put my name next to, and that's Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing since 1970. Thompson's has been in Mesa providing expert auto and truck repair and then maintenance services to customers of their own, and as well as everybody else. They're the only shop in Mesa that I say is a great, great shop. They have ASC certified technicians. They follow up with friendly reminders to let you know when your vehicle may be due for service. And it has never been easier or more convenient to keep your vehicle in tip-top shape without Thompson's Auto and Repairing's help. They're located on Main Street, just east of Stapley. Main Street, just east of Stapley. If you want to buy Lucille's book, it's called Lucille's Car Care for ladies and men alike. It's a very interesting book, and it has lots of great information. Again, that's Lucille's Car Care. I'm Mark Salem. I'll see you next Saturday here from 10 to 12 on 960. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.